in the open water, we were chased by a ship, a very big boat, much bigger than us. Uh, whether it's a military or it's a pirate boat, we would never know, but they keep chasing us for hours. That was my dad, Tin Nguyen. He escaped Vietnam in 1986 at 13 years old. His journey through open water, arriving at a refugee camp to coming to America is one experience out of the hundreds of thousands of Vietnamese boat people. But what does that name truly mean? His story cannot be defined by three words. I am Haley Nguyen, and today I will be projecting the journey of Vietnamese immigrants through my dad, an experience that is not often explored. After Saigon fell in 1975, millions of Vietnamese people were displaced. The exceeding amount of refugees marked the beginning of the exodus from Vietnam. Hoping to escape the chaos of post-war destruction and communist rule, people seeked freedom in other parts of the world. My dad explains the dangers of doing so. After the war, no one could leave the country. It's under communism. If you intend to leave the country, you are contradicting or betraying the regime, the government. They can put you in prison. In fact, my dad's older brother had to serve time in prison after getting caught trying to escape. It's a feat of trial and error with secrecy being the key to leaving undetected. My dad explains the other factors to leaving and why his parents chose him out of 11 siblings to be the first to escape. You have to know who are operating the boats. And secondly, you have money. Fortunately, there was enough money if you just send me along. I think during that time, they feel that I might be old enough to self-manage and be able to be responsible to help take care of them if I ever succeeded. My dad was only 13 years old and left on this treacherous journey alone. So let's start from the beginning. September 30th, 1986, the day my dad left. That afternoon, his friend took him to their fishing boat, where the friend's older brother canoed them to one of the secluded rendezvous spots to wait. They don't want to put all the people in one spot. They want to scatter all these people out in places along the shore. And when I mentioned the beach shore, it's not like the beach that most people are familiar here in America. We were in really deep mud and very dense bushes. We hit there all night long until about 2 to 3 a.m. in the morning. The boat was around 20 feet long and held 32 crowded passengers. It was a family-made wooden boat with low sides. My dad scrambled on, getting down right away, staying as quiet as possible. Everyone remained hidden as they slowly headed to the open water. This is the most critical part of escaping because we want to get out the water border of Vietnam. And the boat slowly went out without making any waves. By the time that we got into the open water, it's about morning already. Open water. An expansive ocean that's distant from shore with no nearby land. It represented freedom since it meant they were on their way. But to where? My dad didn't know where the destination was. They just continued heading west. So I guess open water has a dual meaning, a coin per se. One side, a spark of hope, but when flipped, it's a warning of the unknown. I was uh, kind of shocked at first because for the first time in my life, I realized that I couldn't see any land at all. I think at that moment that I felt I was a little bit scared because I started to realize that I might not be able to see my parents or family ever again. My dad's boat was progressing through the ocean until on the fifth day, the engine stopped. I'm not sure why it stopped. I don't recall exactly, and maybe the adults didn't tell us, but I suspect that we ran out of gas or there's something wrong with the engine. So we floated on the open water for for hours until we encounter our first cargo ship. People were shouting and crying tears of relief, thinking they were being rescued. Bread and water was tossed down, but the foreigners disappeared back on deck, their cargo ship cruising away. 
the happiness drained, they were still stuck on open water, still waiting for anybody to save them. So they kept floating, day and night, the boat rocking with the waves. But on the sixth day, they encountered the second cargo ship, Beja. My dad still remembers the name. And that boat actually made our dreams come true and rescued us because we didn't know how long we could sustain in the water. I remember sitting on the side of the boat, reaching down to the water, and I could touch the water. We were very fortunate that there wasn't any big waves because with any bigger waves, I would guarantee that the boat would be capsized and we would all be drowned. Two days later, the cargo ship Asia arrived at a refugee camp in Singapore. My dad, finally on land, after eight days out at sea, successfully traveled to the open water. But his story does not stop there. He stayed at the refugee camp for a few months before coming to America, marking the beginning of his next journey, navigating a new country at 14 years old, alone. <laughs>